He's a native Texan, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is The Matt Long Show. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Long. All right, good morning, folks. Coming to you as that voice just said, live from the capital of Texas, I am in downtown Austin looking up at the Pink Dome and uh, looking forward to a great day at the Capitol. I have all kinds of things planned. I got about 30 offices to visit, plus we're going to be sitting in on a natural resources hearing, Ellen Troxclair. Our uh, representative, my representative, for a big portion of our listening area, is going to be um, presenting a bill in the natural natural resources having to do with eminent domain, I believe, for power and water companies. It's one of those bills I'm not too sure of, so I want to pay attention to it, see how she presents it, and uh, see what it's all about. But we got lots of things to talk about on your calendar today. Also, we have Pastor Greg Coming up at the bottom of the hour, as we always do on Tuesdays. Looking forward to that. But let's get to your calendar first. Uh, There is a biblical citizenship class that is probably in its last few weeks. It takes place over at the... uh, There you go. See, it takes place at Impact Christian Fellowship over on Goat Creek Road in Kerrville, and that class begins at 6, goes from 6 to 8.30, Impact Christian Fellowship. You know, this class has been offered a number of times and will be offered again um, in the Hill Country. And uh, But if you want to catch the last couple of classes and see what it's all about, I'm sure they will welcome you in. But this is a class you need to take from the beginning, and I uh, highly recommend these biblical citizenship classes. Uh, tomorrow, Liberty in Action is going to be meeting at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant in Kerrville. They're going to be meeting from 5.30 to 7. Um, it is their, um, it's their meetup, uh, formerly known as a meet and greet. And, uh, but they, uh, they do things a little bit different than a lot of organizations. Um, they concentrate on their focus groups, and so they don't bring you fancy high-end meetings where the speakers cost you a lot of money and all of that. They bring in action, and they're ready to go to work. Thus, their name, Liberty in Action, at the meetup at the Acapulco Mexican Restaurant Wednesday evening from 5.30 to, um, well, 5.30 to whenever you want to leave, I guess. Um, Lano Tea Party is meeting this Thursday. I do not have information on their guest. My apologies for that. Um, and then going on down the calendar, Wednesday, April 12th. Wait a minute. Hold on. I think I missed a Monday, April 10th. I do believe Moms for Liberty have a meeting coming up. And let me see if I can pull that up real quick. 
Always important. Yes, there we go. Moms, Moms for Liberty monthly chapter meeting. The uh, name of the uh, the evening is going to be Mental Health 101. We have our very own Monica Klein from It Takes a Family. You're familiar with her in the Hill Country. I hope if not, it's time for you to get to know Monica Klein, as well as Dr. Dan O'Loughlin, O'Loughlin and he is a licensed a psychologist. Uh, one of the um, issues that they are going to be discussing is the how do these uh, books, these sexually explicit books in your school libraries, how do they impact your child's mental health? Well, I'm man, I'm thinking it does impact. How does how much does it impact? What difference does it make? in the life of a child, and hopefully Dr. Dan O'Loughlin and uh, Monica Klein will be able to that answer that question. Let's go on out Wednesday, April 12th. Um, Chip Roy is going to be at the Gillespie County headquarters um, from noon to 1. I think it says a light lunch is going to be provided, and uh, so they have uh, their offices, the Gillespie County GOP, is it 904 West Main? Those of you who live have lived in Fredericksburg for a while, it was the original location of Porky's. Um, not the one out on 87 uh, that was just recently closed, but the original one. It's that cute little house right before the Y as you're headed west on Main Street in Fredericksburg. Shiproy's going to be there from noon to 1. And uh, then Chip is also going to be over for the Republican women of Kerrville on the same evening, and I will get you details for that. I will tell you, I think I heard that the meet and greets uh, were completely sold out for the Gillespie County, or for the Kerr County uh, women of Republican Gillespie, Kerr County, yeah, that's easy for me to say, Kerr County Republican women, and uh, I believe their meet and greet Tickets have sold out, but they might have some dinner tickets. Those are $50, I believe. Um, the uh, meet and greet with Chip in uh, Gillespie is free, not a zero, zip, not a cent. So um, there you go. Uh, let's see. Coming up a week from this Thursday on April 13th, this is a big one. Angela and I will discuss this in depth this coming Monday. But the Fredericksburg Tea Party is going to be um, as, is bringing Terry Schilling to town. And uh, Terry is um, well-known among uh, families and, and organized uh, uh, families across the country. He is the family man. Family is the most important institution. That is his, um, that is his talk. And uh, he claims that uh, when organized families, when organized, families are more powerful than any other special interest group. Man, I have to agree with that. Um, getting uh, families and uh, engaged and, and having whole families make this country so much better. So that's a take. That's a look at your calendar. I believe I got another. Um, let's see. Um, uh, let's see. I just got a text from Jacqueline and... Uh, it says uh, it's going to be at the Buckhorn, April 12th, 530 to 8. Um, 
So that is for Shipper Roy Wednesday, April 12th. That's going to be out at the Buckhorn Resort, and uh, you do need a ticket for that. Um, and uh, I think, um, uh, oh, yeah, here we go. Another bit of information. Wednesday's Liberty in Action meeting over at Acapulco Restaurant, which I've already told you about, is going to have a special guest, a Sheriff Letha. So that's a good one. We like Sheriff Letha. I like him. He's a nice guy. So y'all go over if you have any local issues or you want to bring any questions to Sheriff Letha. That's a good one. Let me uh, end this segment with some words of wisdom from Ben Franklin. Uh, This is one I have used before, and I think it's uh, very important. And um, Ben Franklin says, Serving God is doing good to man. Serving God is doing good to man. But praying is thought an easier service and therefore more generally chosen. Um, I, I appreciate Ben Franklin's brutal honesty there. Um, serving God is doing good to man, but praying is thought an easier service and therefore more generally chosen. Folks, uh, y'all stay tuned, and uh, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. Protecting Texas for future generations. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. Matt Long, your man on the scene in Austin. Stay in tuned. You are listening to the Hill Country Patriot FM 104.3 or FM 102.1 in the Hill Country. And uh, you can listen to us from anywhere in the state by our live streaming as well as all over the country, all over the world even. I think my mom is right now in Northern Ireland and it is tea time there, and uh, she's uh, probably uh, sitting in that kitchen or maybe out on the little back porch uh, that has some beautiful flowers on it, maybe with some uh, friends, some lovely friends, as they say over there. So if my mom can listen in Northern Ireland on her phone by streaming at hillcountrypatriot.com, so can you anywhere, anytime. We also, folks, turn these daily programs, I download them and I clean them up and I take the news and the weather and maybe some of the dated material out of it and then I post it up as a podcast, which you can find um, anywhere you anywhere podcasts are found, as they say. Uh, just search for The Matt Long Show. And there is another The Matt Long Show out there, by the way, but he is a world traveler and photographer. So, uh, and he doesn't have his handsome picture up on his uh, The Matt Long Show site, but I certainly do. And uh, it's uh, got the uh, pink dome in the background. It was taken on a beautiful day in Austin back when I was probably four or five or six years younger than I am right now. So, there we go. Um, find my podcast, tell your people about it. I have, we have new listeners I know in the Rio Grande Valley, and I know recently I've been being contacted by listeners in the Hood County. 
So welcome to these other counties in Texas that are listening and streaming this program right now. You know, all of you can get in touch with me through the Hill Country Patriot uh, radio station or through their website, hillcountrypatriot.com. Um, in fact, I got an email yesterday after the program. If you recall, or if you weren't listening yesterday, one of the things we were talking about is why in such a strong conservative area where we every two years or every four years we end up voting 75-25 or 80-20 for Republicans, and, and we consider ourselves a conservative in the Hill Country, why is it we end up with progressive liberals on our school board and on our city council? Uh, how does that happen? And uh, and so we discussed that, and it has to do, obviously, with voter turnout. But uh, the email I got from someone yesterday about Fredericksburg Independent School District said, Matt, we don't vote in FISD because we don't know who's conservative. I Man, I very respectfully uh, uh, answered her back, and I know she's uh, li- listening today. She listens every day. She's a grandmother. She says her... Uh, her three, um, her three daughter, her daughters align with her and with us, and so we're all on the same page. But it is so sad to hear an email like that because your Republican Party, your Republican Party, should be helping you in every single one of these elections. Every election, in fact, in their description of what the county party is supposed to do. One of the very first instructions is to is to get Republicans elected into office. That is the point of the party. So if you are in the, the, uh, the Republican Party, if your party is not engaged or involved in your local elections, then you need to be questioning your leadership of your party. You need to be asking your precinct captains. By the way, if you don't know who your precinct captain is, just go to your county website. It's all listed there. Contact information, I do believe, as well. Um, call your precinct captain. Find out. Why Why are we not engaged? I want to hats off to the Kerr County Republicans um, for endorsing Brandon Airy as well as some of the uh, city council candidates. Um, my hat is off to them. I think I'm, I don't care how they got around to that decision. It may have been partially to blame because the Democrats came out and endorsed some candidates, so they had to react. I I, I would suggest, and I think uh, after hearing our visit with uh, Andy uh, Eller yesterday and with um, um, other other members of, of the. Uh, uh, of the te- of the uh, Republican Party, in fact, including Matt Rinaldi, the head of the Republican Party, who says, please get engaged in your local elections. And so um, let's I don't know what it's going to take to um, get uh, 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 some of these other counties involved. Um, maybe I just need to call the Democrats and have them um uh, endorse someone, and then uh, then maybe the Republicans would get up and do something. But we're going to continue to have these same problems in the um, in our rural towns if the Republicans do not get engaged 
and get their Republican base out to vote. We could flip these school boards in one single election. We could flip the city council to conservative in one single election. All we have to do is turn out the voters that turn out every four years for the election. In fact, all of my Trump friends out there, if you're going to a rally today, I know there's a rally up in Plano. Uh, my friend Ray Myers, who likes to uh, do uh, put together rallies and protests and Trump uh, trains and those kinds of things, he's got something going on in Plano this afternoon at 3 o'clock. Listen, if you're going to be in that area, I don't have uh, the addresses and everything right in front of me, but if you're in Plano or hear this and want to go, you can call me and I will give you the exact information on that. But, you know, Robert, who was visiting with uh, Harley right before I came on and uh, was talking about how do, how do we get these, um, why is it we get these uh, uh, liberals in city council and school boards, and I just thought it was so interesting because he immediately knew the answer. He didn't think about it. There was no long discussion. They didn't break it down philosophically. He said, oh, yeah, voter turnout. It's as simple as that. So as many people are as up in arms about what's going on in our schools, and we can, and, and we've got people up here fighting at the state level to force the hand of our local schools. Oh, my goodness. Instead of driving an hour and a half and spending all day up at the Capitol, which I want you to do. In fact, Angela's up here. I think we have a good crowd. I think Michael's going to be up here today because I think there's some 2A bills being heard. So we're going to have a good showing up here. But, you know, going to your school board meeting, it ain't that hard. It's right around the corner, letting them know that you're plugged in and paying attention. In fact, in Fredericksburg, folks, we need to be showing up enough at our school board meetings that they actually are written forced to move to a bigger location. Right now, they've got us all meeting in some little tiny hovel, some little tiny hole over there in that administration building that was certainly designed for no more than 10 or 20 guests. I'm assuming they never thought there would be more than 10 or 20 parents coming to the meeting and guess what so far they've been right are we a minority are we a fringe that's what they say about us and as long as we continue to not show up and not get engaged we truly are a minority and i know several people hate hearing me say that well we're not a minority miss long but when you behave like one you are one Folks, um, we need to take a short break, and I'm going to get Pastor Greg Young on the phone with me. We had a great visit yesterday afternoon. We went over about six topics. I have no idea which one we're going to talk about when we get back. But y'all stay tuned, and we're going to be back right quick with Pastor Greg. Rhinos hate him. I mean, out, come out wherever you are. He's Matt Log on the Hill Country Patriot. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Law. We've been talking about Texas. All right, Matt Long joins me. Matt, welcome aboard. Good to have you. Always good to be here, Pat. I love our Tuesdays together and our Monday evenings together. 
And uh, so uh, we had a series of topics yesterday um, evening that uh, we discussed. I think we ended up uh, with about six topics, but uh, we may have <laughs> narrowed it down. What did, what did we end up talking about local engagement and more on transgender issues in the schools? Was it something along that line? Yeah, you know, I think the thing that, that, that really stood out to me, you know, as we were, as we were kind of closing up and deciding on, on what direction we wanted to go was, uh, you know, the, 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 the fact that you have these, uh, party entities that have decided that, you know, they're not going to get engaged at a local level because these are quote unquote nonpartisan issues. And so, uh, you know, because they wear whatever badge it is that they wear with the parties that they are associated with, and, and really the only one that doesn't get engaged, by the way, the only one that won't get engaged is the Republican Party. Because let's be honest, the other side, the Democratic Party, the liberal side, the, pro- the progressive, the communists have no problem getting involved and funding and helping and assisting and pushing their agenda. They have absolutely no problem doing it whatsoever. So, absolutely. you know, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, yeah that is, uh, by the way, I want to give you some very good news. Uh, the Kerr County Republicans have stepped out and have endorsed candidates both in the school board as well as the city council race. So Pat, we're making some progress, Pastor Greg. The, Kirk County Republicans are um, are uh, waking up. Well, and 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 the thing to understand about all this, and I think this was kind of the thing that we landed on when it comes to this particular issue, is we have lost multiple generations because of a lack of the willpower to get engaged and get involved, Matt. That, I mean, yeah. the, the schools, I mean, this, the battles at the schools, I was talking about this in the last half hour, um, and, and, I, and I brought up the, uh, you know, it was in 1973 that the American Psychological Association decided that, that sodomy was no longer a mental illness. And so they changed the DSM, and that opened the door 50 years ago is when they decided that. Now, according to the document, the overhauling of straight America, their first order of business was the desensitization of the American public. So if you go and look up definitions, like the definition, oh, I don't know, of say gay, you know, gay used to mean happily excited, merry, keenly alive and exuberant, having an inducing, having or inducing high spirits. That's now number two, Matt. Right. Because, because the number one definition for gay is relating to or characterized by sexual or romantic attraction to people of one same sex. No, it's, look, and that's why they don't want us to call them sodomites. Right. Because, because sodomy is a violent act, period. Right. There, there is no other, it is. And, you know, 11 years ago, when I started Children Generation Radio, I was pointing out that in Massachusetts, in the sex education, in the public sex education, they were in the auditorium demonstrating 
Be careful Kristen. now. Be careful now. I, that's what they, that's what they were demonstrating. Yep. They were demonstrating how to take and insert one's fist into the anal cavity. Right. And 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 and, and this is before Obergefell, folks. Right. This is this is before the Respect for Marriage Act. This has been going on, and the indoctrination, but. 11 years ago, when they would do their studies to determine how many people identified that way, the number still was roughly one and a half to 2%, 3% in some of your more very generous polls. Right. In 11 years, and, and, and when you look at, at, a, at a generation, generations now are identified as roughly about 10 years. Right. In that 10 years, we've gone from 3% to 40. And they want you to believe they're not indoctrinating your kids. You know, I'm not sure if I can even buy that 40% number because when we're up here at the Capitol and we're listening to the uh, LGBTQ uh, mafia testifying, they would have us believe that a vast majority of, uh, of all human beings are, you know, either are not cisgendered or the way I like to put it, are not normal. They want to say that the vast majority of people are abnormal, um, and uh, that, which doesn't make sense. Um, but that's what they try to tell us. So I'm not sure if I buy that 40% number, but I'm certain it's increased without a doubt because of the indoctrination and the way it's been forced you know we're trying to fight this at a state level and i've been up here for hearings now for several weeks on not only the books in the schools but the the querying of our schools and all of that and they it is this battle could be fought much better at a local level we need to be coming on it at two fronts not just depending on the state or the feds Let's add a third front to it. We need to be having a front locally, and we need conservatives out fighting this locally where it is easiest to fight because you don't have to drive very far. You don't have to put much energy into it, and and yet that doesn't happen. And that is the most uh, frustrating thing to me because I don't understand why people get so up in arms about these issues but then really will not do anything about it other than gripe and complain. Well, I, I, I would say two things to that. And right now I'm showing on my, on my program a picture of, uh, of the uh, trans activists all lying down in, in, the, in the rotunda there in Austin, uh, basically interfering with the process of government, by yes. the way. Uh, but they all, they're all, they're all lying down on the ground and, and, and they're protesting the, 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 the stoppage, a bill to stop the mutilation and, and sterilization of children. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's what they're fighting. They are, they, they, they want children to be mutilated and they want children to be given hormones 
that are going to permanently damage them. And, and, and they want to do this as, as young as eight years of age. You know, Pastor Greg, I was up here last Monday night, and uh, I, I was there present. In fact, I have about seven minutes of video. I, should, I, I, I probably need to send it to you because I don't know yeah. how to get it up on my website. But I've got about seven minutes of video of, of them laying down and yelling and blocking all the, the, road, the pathways. Um, it was, uh, it, I think it went on for about 45 minutes. I, I was there for about 10 or 15 minutes, and then I made my way out. They did not, I have to say this, I have to laugh, they did not plan it well. They did leave an escape route for um, people who were caught up in the hearing room. They attempted to block all the passages out of the hearing room by laying on the floor, but there was one little back, in, one little back way, and it wasn't even a back way, but they were, their planning was not really well, so many of us were able to sneak around and get around the side of them. But it was just amazing to hear people screaming into my face that we want to continue, you know, chemically castrating these kids. And what they produce, Pastor Greg, you and I know this, but once a child, even say at 18 or 19 or 20, begins this process, they are a prisoner to the pharmaceutical company. They are a prisoner to the medical industrial complex the very the rest of their life. There is no point in their life where they'll be able to just say, all right, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm all, you know, no more doctor visits. I just need my once a year annual. They will never, ever be able to live that way. And if they don't always have the pills, then things are going to start getting weird in their body. They are prisoners for the rest of their life once they begin this process. Well, the the destruction and and, and what we also need to understand the, the 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 underlying issue here is the destruction of the image of God. Yes. Because we are created in the image of God, in his likeness. And so that's why this is all an abomination to God is because of the fact that this is a means by which to destroy the very purpose for which we were created. We were created as a continuation of in the image of God. And we were given the responsibility of overseeing this creation and being fruitful and multiplying. And, and we need to be clear right now, from a population standpoint, we're in the negative. We're going backwards. Every, every single people group is going backwards. You know, even when we think about uh, what's going on in China and, and, and you know, the, the Chinese people as a whole, they're going to lose between four and 500,000 in their population over the next 10 years hey, because Pastor they're Greg, going backwards. Pastor Greg, do you have that scripture up? My interwebs are not working here about made in the image of God, because this is a scripture that the progressives and left were using on poster boards made in the image of God. Um, he made man, he made uh, man in the image of God, and then he said something about, 
created in the image of God, he created man, and he created woman. Do you have that exact, do you have that scripture up by any chance? Yeah, hang on one second and I will, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll have it, I will have it up for us. The, yeah, uh, it's real interesting because they're using the beginning of that one verse. They're using the very beginning of that verse, which said, made in the image of God, and yet I believe it's even in the same sentence, but it's in the same verse where it goes, the scripture goes on and defines that image. He made them man, and he made them woman. And if, if you say that God made a mistake, then I don't think you believe in the same God I believe in. No, I, I would I would agree. So it's it's uh, Genesis one twenty seven is the particular verse uh, that you're that you're referencing to, and and it says, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth. So God created man in His own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them, and God said, Be fruitful and multiply. Replenish the earth and subdue it. Have dominion over the fish. And God said, Behold, I've given unto you every herb. And so he goes on and talks about what it is that we're to eat and what we're to feed, you know, have for food. And then he says the, everything is good. In the evening and morning were the sixth day. And, and then the scripture goes on to talk about you know day number now, in uh, Genesis chapter 2, he says, uh, These are the generations of the heavens of the earth when they were created in the day the Lord God made the heavens. Every plant of the field before it, uh, let's see, um, and the Lord God formed man of the dust of the earth and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And then uh, it talks about uh, Adam naming the animals, and then in verse Chapter 2, verse 21, the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, he made a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they both were naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Yeah. So I, I can't he's... see how it's any more clear. You know, we actually had pastors and preachers um, up there at the Capitol a week ago who were, who were in favor of the continuation of this process. And they were their argument was that um, by allowing these children to become slaves to the industrial medical industrial complex that they were actually answering god's will for the fulfillment of that person as a whole being i i it is just it's absolutely beyond my comprehension that a, a pastor someone who claims to be a messenger for god who claims to have the knowledge that the person we look to when we ask questions about the bible or about about anything, and they come up with that, that is frightening, Pastor Greg. Well, there's, you know, and, and, and 
the word of God also speaks to the issue of, you know, men and women, you know, and, and, and dress. In, in Deuteronomy 22, it says, The woman shall not wear that which pertaineth unto a man, neither shall a man put on a woman's garment for all to, to do so. Uh, for all that do so are abomination unto the Lord thy God. And there was a, uh, a a discussion online about this and about, you know, well, you know, we're no longer under uh, under the law. We're under the, the covenant of Abraham, which is true. And then they pointed out, but that's not what is brought up in this verse. It's not the law that's brought up. No. What's brought up is is that this issue is an abomination to God, and that same abomination word is used in Proverbs six sixteen through nineteen, where the word says, "These six things does the Lord hate; yea, seven are an abomination unto Him." And then He goes on and talks about a proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood a heart that devises wicked imaginations, feet that run to mischief, a false witness that speaks lies, and him who sows discord among the brethren. And I think, you know, wicked imaginations, this is what we're, do- what we're dealing with here. Right. We're, we're, we're dealing with putting in the minds of children very deviant concepts and ideas for the purpose of destroying their conscience. All right. It is. It's true. Pastor Greg, I'm going to go ahead and wrap this up for us. Um, My point I want to continue to make and will continue to make with the local elections coming up is that you can fight these abominations. You can fight these crazy imaginations. You can fight them by voting at your local school board. We need we need every conservative who's who is who has ever voted and some who don't vote. But every four years, we have to get out to the polls in this local school election and our city elections and and vote and get engaged. Amen. I'll continue Amen. to fight this in Austin, but boy, we sure need help at the local level. Pastor Greg, it's and- always awesome. Hey, it's great to visit with you. And just to put that really quickly in perspective, we need to stop looking upwards towards government and look down. We, the people, sit at the top of this pyramid. The next step below us is the local government. The next step below that is your city, then your county, then your state, and then the feds. And the feds are at the bottom, and we're looking down. Remember that. That's your responsibility. You have control. All rights belong to you. Powers only go to them when you give them to them. So quit giving them the power to pervert our children. I'm out. Amen. Thank you, Pastor Greg. All right, folks, we're going to take a short break, and uh, we will be right back. There's more where that came from. Matt Long on the Hill Country Patriot. I'll be back. The Hill Country Patriot. Live from the Texas Legislature, here's Matt Law. There you go. All right, folks, we are back. Always a pleasure to visit with Pastor Greg on Tuesdays. 
by the way, I want to tell you guys, you know, he had been using that accident a couple of years ago. He has been in a wheelchair, um, and uh, it was uh, last September he came to our big fundraiser, and he was in his wheelchair, and when it came, uh, there, we had a mic set up for Q&A, and uh, Pastor Greg had told me several days before, he said, Matt, I'm going to do my best to get up and stand up and walk to the microphone and uh, out of my chair. And I said, great. And he did. He pulled it off. He was really proud of himself. In fact, we were all proud of him. Um, apparently, uh, he is telling me that several weeks ago, as part of a ministry and worship program and things that were going on, um, I and I don't know all the details, but they were praying for a miracle. And um, he 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 got up out of his wheelchair. Folks, he's telling me he's not using his wheelchair at all anymore. And uh, I, I'm, I'm, this, praise God, this is great. Praise God. Uh, keep praying for Pastor Greg's recovery. <clears throat> but uh, this has been a long, hard battle for Pastor Greg. Um, so, what can you do? How can you help? We're up at the Capitol today. Like I said, I know Angela. Smith is here because she sent me a text um, from, I think she is in the Natural Resources um, <clears throat> hearing, committee hearing, and uh, it says uh, we are getting killed by all the experts. Um, we'll have to, I'll try to bring you in on that and what that means, um, but I have an idea of what it means. You know, we, when we, when, when they take testimony up at the Capitol, they bring in, and I'm, I'm using air quotes around my head. They bring in experts, <laughs> and uh, and I guess, and I think that's good. Uh, for example, Angela was asking me last night, Matt, where do we stand on such and such a bill? And it had to do with eminent domain. It had to do with uh, laws, with uh, water and sewer, and 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 I said, I don't know. That is not my area of expertise. These are not things I understand. And I said, you know, if that we had a banking bill that was coming up in the house or a bill on, on mortgages or something. I'm, that is so far over my head. I don't have a clue. And uh, so one of the things we can do to learn about these bills is when the bill is being presented, when it's being presented by the author, and that's what they do before a committee. And then the discussion in the committee begins. If we go and stay and pay attention during that time, we can learn what that bill is about, and generally, you'll have people on both sides. <clears throat> you will be have people who are in favor of the bill, people who are against the bill. They will bring up all their reasonings and their logic, and this is just a really good tool for us to be able to use to decide, is this a bill we want to back or not? Now, if you're not up at the Capitol, how in the world can you stay engaged in that way? Well, folks, TLO. Texas Legislature Online, I've been talking about it for years. We've been doing training. I did training in Harlingen over the weekend. I've done, I think, in the Hill Country over the past 10 years. I've probably offered uh, this training eight or nine, seven or eight times. Um, and I got a request yesterday that said, Matt, if I can make all the arrangements, will you teach another TLO class? And I said, yes, absolutely, 100%. Because this is the tool that you can use from the comfort of your home to do so many things. One of the things you can use, TLO. And by the way, what is that website? It's Capital 
That's capital with an O, dot Texas, dot gov, capital dot Texas, dot gov. And if you will look over to the right-hand side of that landing page, you will see video broadcasts. Every committee hearing and every floor, every time the Senate or the House is meeting on the floor, there is a camera and a microphone live and listening and paying to attention. And you can, you can watch that, listen to that anywhere in the world. In fact, I will very often on my drive back from Austin while there's still hearings going on, I will just have it, I'll have it on my phone and I'll just listen to the audio. Quite frankly, it's not very entertaining to watch because it doesn't change. The scene doesn't change much. Um, but you can do that. You can go to capital.texas.gov. Go uh, pick a uh, House or Senate, pick a committee. If you want to try it today, go over to the House button and then hit the Natural Resources Committee, and you will see what we're talking about and hear what we're talking about. You'll be able to witness people who are testifying. You'll be able to see how it works, what they do. So much, and you don't have to watch it. It's really boring to watch, but you can absolutely bring it up on your phone, on your computer, and have the audio running in the same way you would on your radio driving down the road. Speaking of radios driving down the road, I read an article yesterday that one of our car manufacturers, and I don't remember which one, but they're going to take, they're no longer going to install AM radios in uh, cars. So a uh, very sad day when we see those go. Folks, uh, we need your prayers up here at the Capitol. We need you to vote in your local elections. We need the Republican parties in our small towns and our rural areas to get actively engaged in every election, not just statewide elections. Folks, y'all have Lorraine coming up, and I'm telling you, she always has an awesome message. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine, and I'll be back in the bunker tomorrow.